welcome back to The Author Biz. I'm Stephen Campbell, and this is the show where we deliver the information you need to become the CEO of your author business. Well, I got back Monday. Today is Wednesday. I got back Monday from 20 Books Vegas, uh, which is an absolutely fantastic show. It was first year for the show. There were 450 people there. Uh, the show was fantastic. The vibe was amazing. It was so much fun to just get to meet and shake hands with so many people that I've communicated with online for so long and such a thrill to hear from so many people how much they love the show. It was uh, very uh, encouraging to me and just such a wonderful experience. If I had the chance to meet you there, I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming up and introducing yourself. Uh, thank you for listening to the show and thank you for helping to spread the word about the show. If you weren't there this year, uh, they're going to be doing it again next year in November. So make plans to do it. It is it is like an indie author Woodstock. It's just really a tremendous experience. They're doing another version of the show in London in February of 2018. So if you're in Europe, think about going there and enjoying the same things that we enjoyed in Las Vegas. I got back late Monday night. Tuesday morning, there's this big announcement, a couple of big announcements. First, Pronoun, a service that allows indie authors or allowed indie authors to distribute books across multiple platforms, announced that they were ceasing operations. I'd had Pronoun, uh, Justin Renard from Pronoun as a guest on the show not that long ago, and I really thought that they would last longer than this. They were a subsidiary of Macmillan, one of the big publishers. Um, but they had no revenue model, and things obviously didn't work out for them. Second, and with really fortuitous timing, draft to digital announced a distribution deal with Amazon. As I understand it, it's totally coincidental that these two things happened on the same day. Because this information is so timely, I reached out to draft to digital's director of marketing, Kevin Tumlinson, yesterday to get the story behind the Amazon distribution deal and to learn more about their business model. And we recorded today. It's Wednesday at about three o'clock Eastern time. We recorded at two and I'm going to try and get the show out in about a half an hour so that it's timely when it gets to you. Um, in this show, if you, you may know Kevin Tumlinson as an author or as a podcaster, but we're not talking to him in either of those roles today. We're talking to him in his role as director of marketing for draft to digital My first question to a very busy Kevin was to ask him to walk us through yesterday's amazingly timely announcement. Yeah, yesterday, right? I'm not even sure at this point. I've talked about this so long. <laughs> it feels like... Uh, Feels like a month now, but yes. Uh, and despite what a lot of people think, it was pure coincidence that our announcement came <laughs> a day after Pronounce announcement uh, about shutting down. But yes, we now offer uh, Amazon as one of our distribution channels, which is uh, something a lot of authors have asked for for quite a while, and something we actually did offer uh, earlier on, but we we kind of shut down because of uh, some difficulties we were having in dealing with the platform. But now those are. Those are smoothed out, so I think we're going to be all right. Technical difficulties, <laughs> I assume. Yeah, there was some. It was largely technical difficulties. There were some. Uh, uh, there was some trouble in uh, sort of you know how Amazon is Amazon, and we we have a great relationship with Amazon, but Amazon has their rules and their procedures, and there were uh, minor conflicts in the way that we needed to be able to operate um, and the way that they operate, but. 
now that we are in a, uh, a different relationship with them, we're pretty confident that all oh, that's smoothed out. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing how this how this grows over the next few years. Actually, and you you mentioned uh, the coincidental announcement of of pronouns demise. So I mean, yeah. this this certainly gives your announcement a lot more buzz. Pronoun <laughs> pronoun got a lot of buzz over the course of the last couple of years for some things that they were trying to do, and and there was a lot of right. talk in the indie community that. Uh, there is no revenue model. How are they going to do it? I right. personally thought that their um, their parent, their corporate parent, would would keep things funded for long enough for them to figure it out. But obviously, that yeah. wasn't the case. You know, it's funny. Um, I I my money in the pool was uh, that they would last through twenty eighteen. Uh, our CEO actually uh, predicted this by, he missed it by 18 days. Oh, wow. Uh, so, um, and the the thing is, uh, and we talked a little before the show started and I want to reiterate this because I want it clear. Uh, I'm not dancing on any graves here. I, I, uh, I really liked pronoun and I liked the way they did business. I like Justin Renard was their head Mm -hmm. of marketing there. I've met quite a few of the people who work there. Wonderful people, and I ho- I'm I'm hoping for the best for all of them. I don't know how that's going to unfold for them. Uh, I'm hoping that McMillan has roles for them within the, the larger organization. But um, we never could. I I personally never could see how this was going to continue. Like how <laughs> how you continue a business that literally has no model for income and revenue. Um, so it wasn't much of a surprise to see that go. But yeah, the, and- my assumption was, and I was way off on the pool because I thought they could make it until they figured it out. Um, yeah. But I mean, the the idea of just being able to collect this data, big publishing, so much of what's happening in the indie, indie world is beyond their capacity to understand, it seems like at right. times. And they were in a perfect position to gather a lot of information that could help Macmillan and and help any of their other arms in, in terms of dealing with and growing the, the possible revenue streams from indie authors. And I, I thought they right. could make that work, but it, maybe they you know, gathered enough data to, to call it good uh, or, yeah, or maybe, maybe they just so. realized they can't. I don't know. And my question of course was, is always, you know, what, what data were they really looking for? Cause none of the data they, well, I don't know, this is all conjecture, but I mean, mm-hmm. none of the data that they could have, gained from that experience is really going to be useful to them in a strictly traditional setting. <laughs> so I'm really curious to see what they're planning. Uh, but you know, whatever. I mean, it, they, they did what they did. Uh, they, I really wish they had not done it the way they had because what they ended up doing, whether they meant to or not was frankly kind of shafting a whole lot of indie authors. Yes. Um, that, that scenario where they had, you know, the authors were getting a really good deal to Amazon and it was, entirely because they had a grandfathered, you know, deal through their traditional side. Um, something no one else is going to be able to match, you know, probably ever. Uh, the, that royalty, the pre-orders, all the things that the authors really enjoyed there. Uh, and unfortunately there were people who got caught up in the storm. Like they had pre-orders that are set for January that are, uh, you know, now not going to happen. Uh, the book's going to disappear. And, you know, what happens with that? They're not providing answers for that right now. Um, draft to digital, unfortunately can't do anything to help with the pre-order side of it. I mean, we can't even, you know, you can transfer the book over, you can set up a pre-order. Uh, it won't be a pre-order on Amazon per se. Uh, it will put it up there as a kind of announcement. Uh, but you know, there's no buy button. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it, there's little nuances here that are very tricky. I, it's really kind of it's interesting the way this un, unfolded <laughs> because I, I swear we didn't have anything to do with pronouns demise. We didn't know it was coming. <laughs> um, literally the day before when I when I heard the news, I was literally editing a bit of the um, the announcement email that was going to go in active campaign. I was literally working on that announcement mm-hmm. when I heard that, uh, that these guys had gone under and, uh, it, part of me is like, I should say something in this email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I wish, you know, there's a part of me that almost wants to just sort of, you know, grab my, grab my collar and you know, claim some, uh, genius here that, you know, I totally saw this coming. I had it predicted, and we had Amazon ready and waiting in the wings. Uh, but no, that would be so impressive if you could if you could actually claim that. But uh, <laughs> better would. to be honest, <laughs> right? Much better to be honest. Yeah. All right. Um, before I get to specifically to draft a digital, let's talk for the people out there listening who are pronoun customers. What's the process for moving your books to a service like yours? And, okay. and what do they need to do in terms of keeping reviews and things like that? It's, it's a little bit of a cumbersome process, but there yeah. is a, there is a way of sort of doing it, kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you um, well, first of all, if you have a draft digital account already, it's it's of course uh, that that much less work you have to do. Uh, but setting up the actual draft digital account takes almost no time. You'll have to do the um, the tax interview, which doesn't take long, um, and we've streamlined that to make it so easy. <laughs> We've actually had people on Twitter tag us to tell us how much they loved our tax interview. Now, when are you ever going to hear that? Right. <laughs> um, but if you, um, you go in and set it up, if you've already got your books, you download your, your manuscripts or your, uh, whatever your files are at pronoun pronouns, pardon me, had a little hiccup there. Um, and you can grab all your metadata and everything from there as well. Your book descriptions, uh, your bisect categories, all that stuff is already there. So, you know, do a little cut and paste and uh, create a little document for each of your books. And when you go into draft digital, I'm not, I'm not even exaggerating here. If you've got all that stuff laid out in advance, you, you know, importing a book into draft digital takes seconds. I mean, you, you can do this. I mean, I think 10 minutes tops to have everything set and ready to publish, honestly. Uh, if you've got all that already written out and just it's just a cut and paste away. Uh, once you set up your author bio and your publisher bio, <clears throat> that stuff is there. It, it'll associate with each of your books in turn. Uh, even if you have um, your, uh, say you have pen names, you can do the same thing, uh, and you can associate each book with its series, each book with its publisher. You know, de- depending on how you've set up your business, it's very quick, very easy. Um, I, I almost wish we had some visuals. I could just show you. I have a whole. I did a forty-minute video, uh, a walkthrough of the entire draft to digital site on YouTube. If you ever want to view it, the upload and conversion part of the video is like a good, you know, three minutes at most. <laughs> So well, I will put a link to that in the show notes. I'll I'll get that from Kevin, and we'll put a link in the show notes. But for people that have successful books out there that might have two, three hundred reviews, um, right. where they're they use pronoun, and so there's an ASIN number for that. They want right. to transfer. There is a there is a little bit of a process that you have to go through to get Amazon to recognize the reviews. You want to walk us through that? Yeah, I mean, largely it's it's going to be all about reaching out to them. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it's. Um, so there is a there is a, a help center on the KDP dashboard, for example. Uh, if you go to their help page, you can actually scroll down and you can 
hit the little contact button there, and they'll you can email them. Um, whether you're distributing through KDP or not, if you have a KDP page, you can do that. And there are various places on the uh, Amazon site where you can reach out to them as well. But essentially what's going to happen is you're going to get a new AIS, AISN. Uh, there's really no way to avoid that. It's essentially like creating a whole new book. Uh, they won't transfer that over. But if you go in after having delisted from Pronoun and create your new book, whether it's through us or going direct, uh, whatever, you can reach out to Kindle at that point and say, this book is associated with this other uh, now defunct AISN. It's the same book. Uh, can you link it? And they'll do the same thing they do if you wanted to link it to its audiobook or print book versions. They'll they'll link all those reviews, so uh, you don't lose them. So it's a little bit of a there's a little bit of elbow grease uh, applied there, um, some time, but and particularly if you have a lot of books, uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 going to take time. But we have a theory. I I, I like this idea. Um, it was pitched. The it was sort of batted around internally. We don't know that this is true, <laughs> so don't take it as gospel. Um, but you may actually end up benefiting from this as a sort of relaunch of the book. You may actually be able to get some juice from the uh, from the algorithms on Amazon because well, that's of this. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because if you think about it, you're starting, you're relaunching the book with a whole bunch of reviews intact in place. Um, now, no guarantees there, but I have done something very similar to this before with some of my books, and I did see uh, kind of a boost there. So you may want to kind of tinker with that and play around with that. This is time, by the way, to uh, assess, uh, go through and look at your book descriptions, look at your cover. You know, this is a, a really good time to take advantage of the situation and, and optimize, um, and that can only help you. So. Yeah, you're you're right. If uh, especially someone for us with a small number of books, this would be a great time to uh, to go through that. Yeah, if you've got, you know, I've got like forty books. It would take me a little longer to do that, uh, but I, you know, fortunately, I did not go through Pronoun or uh, KDP Select or, or well, I went through KDP Select. I did not go through uh, Kindle Unlimited or anything like that. But uh, yeah, if you've got quite a few books, that, that's going to take some time. Um, it's going to take you know the same amount of time to go through and request that all these be linked. Yeah. Uh, what you can do, you can actually hit them up with a whole bunch at once, though. Like you can, what you're going to need is the AISN, uh, old and new, basically, um, and just make it as stupid easy as you can because you know you're dealing with people who probably may or may not be speaking English as their first language. Um, make it as simple as you can make it. So. I would go as as far as say you know AISN one. Here's the title. Here's the first AISN, and here's the new AISN, and just make a whole bullet list of of your books that way, and uh, include the titles. The uh, if you have a different uh, pen name or something along those lines, make sure you're including all that, and make sure you state up front these are my books. That I own the copyright. Um, I, this is what happened. I'm, you know, don't go overboard. Uh, don't overload it. But I would say I was distributing through Pronoun. They're no, they've shut down. I'm tra- transitioning to draft to digital and I would like to relink these books. If you, if you do that, your chances of uh, being dinged for the copyright, because they'll, they're, I've heard authors complaining that they're getting dinged on that, that they're getting the, uh, you violated copyright, uh, emails. So it is something to be cautious about. Now, I haven't heard them that happening as they go through us. 
Uh, so I, I think that we may be help assisting in some way mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> but I know that the, the, uh, a handful of people who went direct uh, got got that email saying that they noticed a copyright violation. Okay. So something to be aware of. Let's uh, let's take a high level view of draft to digital. Uh, we, we've talked a little bit about the lack of a business model for pronoun. You guys have a yeah. viable business model. Do you want to walk we us do. through it? Yeah. First of all, we're a privately owned company. We've been in the black since day one. Um, we, uh, our business model is we make money from the distribution. So we, uh, and we do well with that. So we're not in any danger of going anywhere. Um, we are consistently and constantly adding new features, new resources. Uh, we do make all those free because we don't like to charge the author directly. And what we're trying to do, our business model essentially is build a whole bunch of resources that the author can use to be successful, mm-hmm. encourage that success, uh, get them promotions if we can get them, do whatever we can. We like the whole rising tide concept, right? We want the rising tide to lift all boats. We want to make sure that we're in relationships with our authors that are mutually beneficial. It's always in our best interest to make sure the author is is making a living if they can. So we do everything that we're capable of doing, <laughs> uh, anything we're legally allowed to do, mm-hmm. um, and to help that happen. So um, if you come in as a draft digital author, uh, you know some of the key benefits are going to be the free tools, the free ebook conversion, free print layout, all that stuff. Our business model is centered, however, around uh, distribution. So if you don't distribute through us, we don't mind. It's fine. We understand. There are lots of reasons why you might want to use the tools and go elsewhere. Uh, but that's kind of part of the charm in a way. Like we're we're trying to let you know we're not we're not in it to take your money. We're in it to help you succeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we, we get a lot of, uh, you know, people feeling pretty good about us. So they, they come and they distribute their books. So we're doing all right. You know, before we started recording, uh, you got a ding and looked down at your watch, and I asked you if you had uh, if there was any any time pressure, and you said no. I got a Slack notification, and yeah. I'm reminded of Slack's business model, where it's free to start a, a Slack account, and I mean you right. can use it and and get a lot of benefit from it, but if you want to go beyond a certain level, you have to start paying. And and you guys, I mean it, it's a it's a software model, a technology model right. that everyone uses. Dropbox uses right. it. Um, everyone everyone has something like this, and it's the same thing. You guys are offering all these really great free tools. It's, it's hard sometimes for people to get a handle on that, that all you need to do is have an account to take advantage right. of some of these. You don't have to be distributing through draft to digital um, Let's talk about some of the free tools. Right. Um, one, one of the biggest and best right off is the our ebook templates. Um, this is, and I always kind of pitch this uh, half jokingly as the vellum killer, uh, <laughs> but the reality of it is we have a very robust uh, set of templates, ebook templates. Um, in very, we've got them sort of divided by genre. Um, so when you upload your manuscript as a as a Word document or an RTF file, you can upload an EPUB, but if you do, uh, you you lose out on some of these features, like you can't use the ebook conversion, for example. Um, and the automated content that we we can add, but you can actually upload your manuscript. We'll auto detect the chapters if you used um, headers built into Word, or if you used larger font for your chapter chapter one, chapter two, etc. You know, we'll auto detect that. You get a chance to look at that, and make sure that's right. Um, we'll do automated uh, in matter, including like a copyright page and about the author page. Uh, we do a little CTA. 
uh, and a preview of your next book in the series, for example, you can set all that up. So a lot of sell through uh, built into the book, and that's mm-hmm. all done for you automatically. And we have those ebook templates to really add a little bit of extra professional looking polish to the book. And when you choose a template, we'll even carry it over to a print ready PDF layout for you so that you can spit your book out in a uh, print ready PDF that you can then take to create space or uh, I, I believe you could even use it. I don't know if KDP print will accept outside manuscripts, but if they do, you could use it there. You could use it in Ingram spark, any uh, publish on demand service that accepts um, a PDF for your uh, manuscript you can use it. Uh, and you've got all the industry standard sizes, the trim sizes there. Um, so it's all, you know, those are, those are cool. Those are some of the coolest tools, some of the coolest features. There's a lot of stuff that goes on sort of behind the scenes, um, that are, that's equally awesome, but isn't quite as pretty, (laughs) (laughs) but these are the nice, that's the public face of, Mm -hmm. uh, of those tools. But yeah, so that's some of it. And we've got was, things like universal book links and that sort of thing. Yes, yes. Uh, I was reading a book on the, an ebook on the way back from the 20 books to 50K conference in Las Vegas. And one of the things that went through my mind is this book is beautifully formatted. I wonder how they did that. And I, I have yeah. no idea how they did it, but I saw the author's name on the blog post that you wrote um, about the Amazon announcement, I saw her right. name in the comments, so I gather that she's a customer because her comment was something like, this is really cool, just more cool stuff from draft to digital Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'm guessing yeah. that's where it came from. So well, I, mean, and I, don't, really, I don't know how – Really beautiful. I don't know how familiar you are with Vellum. Um, I am. I'm a, I'm a it, user, and I'm, I'm hurt uh, a little bit when you talk about killing Vellum. Yeah. Well, I don't want to kill Vellum because I like Vellum. I actually own Vellum uh, all the way to the print version. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually released that just prior to us deciding we were going to create these templates. So, um, but uh, all that said, you know, I did a little experiment while I was at Disney World a few a couple months ago. Uh, <laughs> I was in line uh, waiting to ride the uh, the new Avatar ride there, uh, Flight of Passage. Okay. I uh, was I have I'm on a jag right now where I'm writing on my phone using the on-screen keyboard. I totally stole this from Michael Laron. <laughs> But I was writing. I'm like, how much could I actually do? So I, I wrote a quick short story while I was in this like two and a half hour line, <laughs> uh, <laughs> using my thumbs. Right? Oh my! I went. I went and used the Canva app, and I made a quick cover for it. And then I went onto Argus in the web browser on my phone, uploaded the manuscript, took it all the way through to the point where I chose a template, got it all the way to the point where I could hit publish. I did not hit publish because I want to go back and edit and you know, make it, make it a little cleaner. Uh, but it, that was the experiment. Could I, could I do it? Nuts, nuts and bolts all the way to the end mm-hmm. and totally could. So now the, the point of that is Vellum is software that you can only run on a Mac. Yep. Uh, costs like 200 bucks. Uh, it, it's beautiful, has beautiful output, but it has those limitations. This software is completely browser based. It's free. It does a remarkable job. I, I loved the uh, layout I picked. I thought it was great. We're adding features to it constantly. Um, we were we're con- continuously updating it. So you're all there's always going to be some some movement there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's completely operating system agnostic. I mean, you can use it even on a mobile device and upload your manuscript and and get a nice clean um, not just your ebook, but you can get the print ready PDF and. 
now that Apple has, you know, I did this on an iPhone, and, and Android has some tools similar to this, but now that Apple has that file app, I can actually spit it out, save it to Dropbox or something, mm -hmm. and use all that and just upload it uh, to uh, CreateSpace or IngramSpark or whatever. I can distribute from draft to digital. I mean, it's it's all, we're, we've created a, an ecosystem that just helps authors produce even if they don't have expensive tools and even if they don't have expensive software. So it's all about empowering the author, man. That's that's what draft to digitals actual business model is. Empower the author to the point where they're loyal to us and use us for distribution and then we make money. Right. <laughs> um, and that's great. Spoken like a true director of marketing. You are of course. you are a whiz. Um, let me ask you uh, a few questions and then we'll wrap up because I know you've got a million more of these to do today. Um, so a, a couple of questions came in in the Author Biz Facebook group. And if you're out there listening and you're not in the Facebook group, get in the Facebook group. Um, these are questions you may or may not be able to answer. I'll when do, when are you going best. to be able to deal with pre-orders at Amazon? Uh Contractually, I can't talk about our deal with Amazon at all. <laughs> However, pre-orders we know are very important to the uh, to the authors. They're very important to us. You can do pre-orders on every service uh, other than Amazon through us. You do sort of have a pre-order uh, with Amazon at the moment. If you set up uh, a pre-order, it will uh, make the book sort of publicly visible, mm -hmm. but it won't have a buy button. Um, there are rumors that that will change. I can neither confirm, confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's uh, watching too much um, <laughs> cable news. <laughs> let me tell you though, man. Uh, this is so something of a gag order. I mean, it, it's very, it's very constricting. But I can, I can tell you there are so many things. I, I I've seen so much chatter about you know well, why would I do share you know share my royalty with draft digital on uh, amazon distribution i get all the same stuff and maybe you maybe you shouldn't and that's fine we understand we wanted the, the author to have the option of mm -hmm. distributing through us so they could have it all in one place if they wanted that said um we are known for and we have consistently proven that we are constantly evolving uh this this segment so that's all i can say <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, just to be clear, I think you've made this clear, but there might be some people uh, for whom this was not clear. You can use draft to digital uh, to distribute everywhere but Amazon. I won't say everywhere because it's not everywhere, but well, you, you can distribute to places other than Amazon. If we're, yeah, you can distribute everywhere, but the, for pre-orders. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you every... wanted to keep Amazon to yourself, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pick and choose. Okay. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to use us. Okay, we're completely opt-in. So if you came in and you decided it's a pain, I don't own a Mac, so I want to use uh, Drafts Digital so that I can get my books on iBooks, Apple iBooks. Mm -hmm. We have a ton of authors who do that, and they go direct everywhere else. Um, if you want to do that, fine. If you want to only distribute, uh, you are in Canada and you want to distribute to Kobo uh, direct, but everywhere else uh, you don't really care or you can't get to. Mm -hmm then you distribute through us and we'll take care of it. And so every every channel is opt-in. We don't force anybody to do anything. You own the book. You can take it down anytime you want. You can download it and hand it out to people for free if you want. It's all up to you. Um, so, yeah, if you're already direct to KDP, uh, there's no reason – you know, you don't necessarily have to move your books over. You, you get a pretty good deal and you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it would help – might help you in terms of reporting and royalty reporting, that sort of thing. But, you know, right now, those benefits are – you get essentially the same – 
benefits. Okay. So <laughs> right pe- now, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny any rumors to the contrary. Right. Um, what what do you guys charge in terms of a royalty share for the work that you do to generate profits and, and pay employees and actually have a sustainable business? Well, we take a 10% cut. I mean, by the time it's all said and done, between us and the uh, sales channel, you're probably you're probably paying a 15% not paying. It's just being taken out before you're paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15% cut a, a grand total. Um, 10% of that is ours. Um, we, uh, and we don't charge anything else. I mean, we don't charge the, the authors directly for anything. So that is the only way we make money. And believe me, we do our very best to earn every penny of it. So, uh, all right. One, <laughs> one last question, because I want to hear you, uh, say the confirm or deny thing again. Um, what's the status of a potential, um, draft to digital method of distributing to Google play? Okay. Uh, we actually have a relationship with Google Play at this point, but okay. we're we cannot distribute to them yet, and that's by their um, request. Okay. Um, we uh, there are certain you know there's we have a relationship, but there are certain terms that have to be met on both sides in order for this to be beneficial for the authors um, as well as us. But as we won't get into any sort of a relationship with a distributor if if we can't guarantee certain things for our authors mm-hmm. um, because we just refuse to do business with anybody. Not that Google or anybody would do this, but we're not going to do business with anything, any company that might harm the author in some way. Um, so we have a very – we're very picky. I mean we vet our distributors as much as we do the uh, content from the authors. To, mm-hmm. When authors submit content, we make sure everything that goes to our uh, sales channels – meets all of their guidelines and their restrictions. We won't let anything through if it doesn't. We put that same scrutiny to work on the uh, the distributors or the uh, sales channel because we want to make sure that everybody is in the kind of relationship they expect to be in and that everybody's benefiting and nobody's being shafted. So <laughs> we're very picky. But as far as our relationship with Google+, Plus, I mean, it is there. Uh, we're encouraging authors to go out and email them and request uh, draft to digital as a distribution channel to them mm-hmm. uh, because they we've con- the conversation is basically stalled. We we've we we've gone as far as we can. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they get a flood of authors saying, "Look, pronouns shut down. We want to continue distributing our books through you, but we need you to work with draft to digital," our hope is that it will shake something loose and we'll get that conversation running again. Um, where can where can listeners find out more about draft to digital you can go to draft digital.com of course uh we own all the near misses for that so don't worry about <laughs> Clever. you know it is draft number two digital.com but if you uh forget and you do to or whatever you'll get there um but that's the best place to find you know practically everything about us and of course we are our customer service is kind of just what we do uh, so if you have questions that aren't being answered by the FAQ or the knowledge base or anything else you encounter. We try to cover everything, but if we don't cover it, reach out to me, reach out to the support folks. You get real live humans who are sitting in an office in Oklahoma city. Uh, they speak English as their first language. They care about what you're doing and where you're going and, uh, we'll help you. And Kevin, where can people learn more about you, your, your podcasting and your writing? 
Man, uh, KevinTumlinson.com is my personal site where you can learn all things Kevin Tumlinson. Uh, WordslingerPodcast.com is where you can learn about the show. Follow me there. I'm I'm in the middle of a whole like retool revamp of the show. That's that's uh, I've added video, so that's going to be fun. Oh, so that's a lot. Definitely more work. swing by. Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's a lot more work. Yeah, but uh, I think it's going to be very beneficial to the authors, and so I'm, I'm willing to put those hours in. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, thanks so much for your time. It was great seeing you at Nink Always. a few weeks ago and actually uh, able to meet you and shake your hand. It was a pleasure. Yeah, man. Great. That's All right. Thanks perfect. for your time. You got it.